cliffcentral.com. We're going to be joined in a moment or two by Anthony Medera, who I love talking to um, because he, of course, uh, started Blind History with me, which is probably one of our most successful and long-lived uh, series. People are still asking about it day after day. But the other thing about Anthony is he really gets a lot of interesting things done. And one of the projects he's involved with is, is called Shark Safe Barrier. We'll find out about that in a second. But he's done a, an amazing podcast series on his own. He doesn't uh, need me on this one. And it's called Shark Stories. Now, people are obsessed with sharks, and rightly so, because the, these are the, the most incredible killing machines in the sea. They are, they are extremely complex and interesting life forms. And even for somebody like me who knows nothing, um, I find sharks were interesting to me even from an early age. And Anthony, is, he's, he's doing a lot of great work with these animals. And he's got friends who are probably the most well, they're the most studied and, and, and sensible and clever and thoughtful and interesting and, and informed people on everything to do with sharks. And he gets them on the show and he talks to them and he himself is, is quite a whiz when it comes to this stuff. So I just love it. And, and shark stories, we've already done one season, we're doing season two now, which is available um, on Cliff Central, Apple Podcasts, Spot, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. But if you haven't listened to it yet, uh, I thought it would be a good idea to get Anthony on to just talk to us about it. How's it, Ant? How are you? Great and you. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Oh, how's it? Nice. So, first of all, I mean, sharks are fascinating to everybody. I don't think there's anyone in the world who goes, ah, sharks. Like if you've ever been in the sea, you've looked around you and thought, thank God there isn't a shark here. You hear these stories. They, they, people click on these stories. They read these stories. They love stories about shark attacks. That's where the series started, right? With stories about sharks. 100%. But you know, that, that I don't know if I'm the only one, but when I was young, because I always used to read um, about sharks and shark attacks. So dive in the pool and look around me and see if I was oh, going to yeah. be attacked by a shark and I live in Johannesburg. You know, so... I know. And, and uh, there's still some people who won't get into the water. That that was the line, yeah. the byline of Jaws. Don't get in the water. Yeah. Because even even the sound of that creepy crawly underwater, that... Doom, 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 exactly. Doom, doom, doom. And then exactly it's like, you, so that's it. Oh, my God, yeah. All right, so where did the fascination with sharks start with you? I think, you know, to, um, when I was very young, living in, in, in uh, close to False Bay... Uh, my guidance counsel te counselor teacher actually was a shark hunter. So that was wow. sort of destiny. And he, and he never really guided us in any way, but he, uh, he, he just talked about sharks. And, and, uh, and then when I was this, I, I wasn't even 10 years old yet, and he'd caught a massive great white here in False Bay. It was over five meters. And, sure. uh, yeah, and he brought it to shore, and there was, a, there was a newspaper article, and I was actually in that picture. Um, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So he opened the, the, the jaw of the shark and showing everybody. And, and, and from that point on, I've, I've, you know, I've, I've been fascinated by them. And I think that the, so just the, 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 the immense power and, um, and, you know, they don't want to use it on us, but it's just, you know, they have superpowers. You know, we watch all these Marvel movies, you know. Yeah. And, and and you and the superheroes, but these these animals are incredible. The the the, the great white has got, 
you know, the biting power second only to the Tyrannosaurus Rex. And um, and and the bull shark has got um, more testosterone than any animal on earth. So it's, it's just and just imagine, just imagine, Gareth, a world without sharks. You know, it's um, it's you know, you look how fascinated we are with dinosaurs, and you know, we don't right. want to we don't want to get to a stage where we where where it's too late and i think a lot of people are talking and and understanding i mean it's the ecosystem you don't need to hug a tree to to understand that that um you know now we've got so many seals because the great whites have basically left false bay and and they are eating more fish and overbreeding so it's so it's, all of these play a massive role um in 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 the ecosystem and and so there's a lot of things involved and 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 the biggest thing for me is you know we live on a continent and we live even the southern tip of africa and we've we've got apex predators we've got lions we've got leopards we've got great whites we've got bull sharks we've you know you've mm. got killer whales we've got it's a diverse um stretch of the most incredible creatures in the world and i think it's important that we we do our best to try to go after them so so this brings us to shark safe barrier because you you mentioned and we'll talk about the relationship between sharks and humans and what you're trying to do here is is improve that relationship and make humans safe from sharks because we are paranoid about them uh, we hear about shark attacks because they are rare and they don't happen all that often but these things are never looking to eat us. We just happen to be in their environment and we behave like idiots and we look like seals to them. And, you know, it, it, there are things that you and, and Dr. Sarah discuss, which I think are fascinating in this podcast because I, I listened to the first five episodes. And it seems to me that you have to understand something about sharks. And if nothing else, if this series of podcasts just entertains people, that's fine. You know, you can hear about how Sharks did chomp people here, there, and everywhere. And, and they, you know, they have. There's some good stories, uh, which is the whole point of, of telling them. But the shark safe barrier, how does that work? What is it? And 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 what is it? What's your goal here? Why would you spend hours of your life and 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 rands that, you know, nobody's got extra money lying around at the moment, but you're spending a lot of money on making sure that we have better ways of keeping sharks and humans separate. Yeah, so so, so the, the 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 beauty of of this this particular barrier is that it can it, it can cover large large distances, and hmm. you know there's technology coming out more and more that you, that you can protect yourself if you're a surfer, and there's there's um, smaller and even in technology with drones, etc. That you can there's a certain level of protection, but what what the shark safe barrier does is is it can protect large area so we've just done 150 meters in in the bahamas so so it's um so that type of distance and and we've looked at our east coast of of south africa and the east coast of australia where they've got shark nets and and drum lines this is a great yeah. this is something that can replace it so effectively um it doesn't it doesn't kill any animal so the, so that the, the gill nets and drum lines are extremely destructive to 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 sharks and and all animals, harmless harmless animals such as turtles and dolphins and um, and then all, all number of sharks and most ninety nine percent of the sharks are not dangerous to us, and so the the, the barrier is effectively the sharks don't like it, so they 
they feel that it's got magnets in it so that so it feels on the 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 ampulla of lorenzini on their face they can feel everything and that just creates that current that makes him very uneasy so they swim away from it and or when they see it it's this big barrier so so they don't like it and they swim away but we've we in bahamas we've got a matinee which is like a dugong which is a, it's a big mammal and the it swims through our barrier you know and and all the fishes swim around the barrier and and it sort of develops as an art, artificial reef but uh, you know the the shark such as the bull shark um doesn't like to to swim through it it's been heavily tested and yeah. um yeah there's a, there's a, there's a shark attack now in the bahamas again um uh, you know and it's and the thing with these shark attacks is they you know because of tourism you living you you on this idyllic island uh, you know and he was uh, it was uh, there was a, a man and a lady on some, maybe on a honeymoon or something and they were paddle boarding and a bull shark um took her out you know basically and she died from 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 injuries and it's it just creates um massive hype and then people just want to kill the shark so it's so this is a great way of, of managing that and without killing sharks or or the fact that the sharks might because they have a strong bite kill the human well i mean it's it's nice to know that someone's investing in this and doing all of this research what did you discover during the the series that you didn't know before because you are pretty well informed when it comes to sharks was there something new was there some interesting fact that you learned that you didn't understand before or that you didn't know about one of the stories in particular yeah so I, uh, you know that, that there was uh, one of the people that i really um, admired growing up was mark mark rats and and he and we've got him on the show and, I, and anybody that's interested in this type of stuff um he talks about um he's a proper old sea dog talks slowly but he's he's free dived with great whites um for the last 30 years and he's been all over the um you know shark week and 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 he was called yeah. the shark and and I learned so much in terms of behavior you know there's a social hierarchy i mean i you know i didn't realize and understand the social hierarchy and he fitted into that hierarchy and uh, i'm talking about he's diving with 26 individual great whites and then he he also talks sure. uh, he, he talks about not wanting to to get in the water with 3 meter great the male great whites because they're naughty teenagers <laughs> that have lost the run but he um he will any day get in with the 5 meter <laughs> he'll get in with a 5 meter female because he, his exact words on our podcast is they sweethearts so it's so i mean it's it's crazy just listening to to um uh, some of the stories i watched when he got out of the out of the water once and he sucked very hard on one of those cigarettes that he had of <laughs> but but i mean it's just uh, i think that the, the thing is is that it's it's a behavior you know we we would have cats and dogs and horses and whatever we um, as as humans have and and they've got personalities and and these it's incredible the personalities that they have some of them are a little bit more fasty some of them are shy um uh, you know some of them are uh, you know they, they don't suffer fools easily so you just got to understand who they are and and make sure you can see them so I've, it's incredible how and and what i've learned another thing is like a bull shark which is so so destructive i mean it, 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 you look like a yeah. chicken after they finished with you but when you dive with them <laughs> when you dive with them like at Alawal Shoal when they're putting the, the 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 bait balls around i mean they 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 don't like to come near the divers with the bubbles they're very skittish 
you know they they uh, they're very nervous that's it's um this there's just so much which we have to learn um about about these apex predators and i and and i think that all of us learned so much in the first eight episodes because you know some of the stories i tell and i love telling telling stories um you know in the early 1900s nobody really put more than their big toe in the water and they dressed like doilies you know that they had little white things on their head and they had they looked like their pajamas on and they would prance on the beach and and uh, there was one or two individuals on a very hot um on, on a very in a very hot summer that decided to stretch away from the um from the rest of the doilies and and they got absolutely smacked um and people didn't know what it was except there's these giant turtles around you know they they eating people so it's monsters exactly monsters so it's so i want to look at some of the comments here because people are, are being quite funny about this but uh, Vyasan says, how do you get rid of some sharks in your family? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the first. Maybe you can shock them or um, maybe take them shark cage diving and open the gate. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Tracy says, uh, they've spotted a few great whites in False Bay recently. Good to have them back after being pushed out by orcas for a while. Because that's what happened, right? Yeah, yeah. so that's really great news, eh, Tracy. So I'm also very excited about it. I see that they've there was four separate sightings. So um, I mean, if this is if if this is something happening and they're starting to come back, I think it's the most incredible incredible yeah. news. I know that the orcas are still operating around here, and what happens with that is is that they're also running out of their own food. So yes. so they're changing their behaviour. Um, the great whites ran out of their fish that they hunt in summer, so they left the bay, and um, and so the orcas played a role. But it's a lot to do with the dynamics of of, of overfishing, etc. So so it's, sure. It's, it's really great news. You know, the spot, shark spotters can can um, stop reporting on bronze whalers the whole time. And actually, it's going to be maybe it's going to be a real fun summer. <laughs> okay. And then this point uh, that Arbot makes the less than six human deaths a year from shark attacks. Hippos kill more than 500 people a year. Is that right? Yeah, that's 100% right. It re there really is such a small amount of, of um, shark attacks. And when I was actually preparing, the stories for for shark stories, you know, you have to really dig deep to look for 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 interesting stories. Um, well, you know, let's say there's a little bit of they're quite gruesome some of them, but but there's just not a lot of them. I mean, it's just things things that don't happen. I think though that what's happening with with the dawn of of of, um, of the technology that we have, people are now filming these attacks, and and yeah. that just yeah. adds to the, you know, there was that that shark that that was bitten in in a shark a tiger shark, but a, a man in a Russian guy in in uh, in the Red Sea this year. Yes, and it was, was reported everywhere, and everybody was sending the video around, and yes. that doesn't help for sharks, you know. Not at all, and and, the, and so he didn't even, you know, he was swimming around uh, uh, sort of that area where he'd he'd, he'd, um, he'd obviously killed the, the, the gentleman, and. And he didn't. He didn't feel like he was doing anything wrong. He had to run away. So they they caught and killed him. You know. Um, uh, it's yeah. So it's just it's just, overall it's a, it's a, it is a sad story. Yeah. It's bad PR, and let's just call yeah. it what it is. It's bad yeah, PR. Yeah. Sharks do not have a good PR agency. They need they need someone to represent them in the media. 
Exactly. Yeah, 100%. And that's what we try and do. And I think this is, uh, you know, Stark Stories is education. But, uh, you know, people don't really, education from school and, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's nice to, to come, what I try to do here is try to come up from a different angle. So I'm talking about Black December 1957, nine shark attacks in, oh, in, wow. in a week. So, so most crazy stuff on Anatel Coast. But then you then afterwards Sarah comes on and she will explain, you know, she, she starts explaining, well, there's a trigger. So massive rain. So all the cows were shipped out, to, uh, floated out at sea. There was mm -hmm. all sorts of debris. That was one. Number two, we had a whaling station that was going, which great whites love whales. I mean, it's like us mm -hmm. with ice cream. And and then the other thing is, is that the increasing amount of of um, of, of people, you know, people, more and more people were, were flocking to the to the beaches. No. So that's it's the perfect storm. It, and and um, and and that's What's why that, like that happens. What do these idiots think that the sharks aren't going to want to eat them? <laughs> You, you don't you don't know how tasty you are for a shark, you idiots. You know, right? and they, that they want their lilas and and floating around in the oh, muddy yeah. water. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, there was a lot of sure that that year there was a lot of chicken bones around. It was really it was, right. it was mm. devastating. But but these are very interesting. And I mean, if um, so now what happens? Sarah will unpack it for us. She she looks at it from a scientific perspective, mm. and. And the crazy thing about that, the, this particular incident, they they um, started bombing the navy. They started depth charging the sea. So they they thought, no, we're going to kill all the sharks. So they depth charged the sea. And what happened was that is just so stupid and irresponsible. <laughs> well, and now suddenly you've got chum. So there were more sharks. So there were more attacks after the depth Oof. charges that there were. You know, so it's yeah. it's um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, and we've got to wrap it up there because we have uh, the, the next hour to get to. But I'm I'm really thrilled that we've got another series. Shark Stories is available on cliffcentral.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Go and take a look. It'll be the most awesome thing that you could listen to over the holidays. And you can regale everybody with great stories at the Christmas table. And also keep them out of the water if you really don't like them. So there's lots of good stuff. Just in the morning and the evening. I think in the day it's fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. But thanks so much for joining us and happy Christmas, happy Christmas New Year to you and the family. And we'll catch up in the new year. Fantastic to all of you too. Thanks a lot. Ciao. Thanks, Anne. Awesome. Yeah. Cliffcentral.com.